Rod Sterling. You're listening to The Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Kim Weisskopf's bank statement of miscalculations. The joint account. Starring Shelley Berman. In the Mutual Broadcasting System presentation of The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company and Lazy Boy Recliners. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Hugh Downs with another car buyer's report from Ford. Comparing the total cost of ownership is the only way to be sure you get your money's worth when buying a new car. And Ford says there are three important considerations that make up the total cost of ownership. Purchase price, operating economy, and trade-in value. Don't overlook that last one, trade-in value. I'd like to give you some interesting facts about trade-in that are difficult for the average consumer to come by. Like the fact that based on a national average of NADA wholesale prices, both the 1973 Torino and the 1973 Grand Torino returned more of their original purchase price than their closest sales competition. The facts speak for themselves. A solid, well-made car will generally return more at trade-in. Ford says that's one of the reasons why Torino is the best-selling car in its class. The closer you look, the better we look. The institution of marriage offers many advantages, ranging from companionship to a tax break. Somewhere in between lies the joint banking account, where either party may deposit or withdraw. Truman and Sally Frost have such an account. It's in the very same bank where he's employed. But now a third party enters the picture, and soon a fourth. Truman Frost has his work cut out for him, just keeping the numbers straight. Today's story, The Joint Account. Picture this. A tall, dark, well-dressed man is waiting at the front of the line inside the bank. Nick, uh, may I help you, sir? I'm looking for a man named Frost. Truman Frost. Oh, Mr. Frost is over in New Accounts today. Is that him? Yes, the man with the string tie and the horn-rimmed glass. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Mr. Frost? Yes, have a seat. First, let me welcome you to Hercules National Bank, Mr. Slaughter. Clyde W. Slaughter. Will you be opening a checking or a savings account, Mr. Slaughter? I'm not sure. Maybe you can help me decide. I'll need some information from you. Would this be for your business or a personal account? Strictly business. I'm a contractor. In fact, uh, my current business concerns you, Mr. Frost. I don't quite understand. Have we met before? No, but it might be in your best interest if we don't meet again. Sir, I've been hired to kill you. You what? There must be some mistake. Who would want to kill me? I've received a bid to perform a service. However, you're entitled to submit a bid of your own. Who are you? Who sent you here? I've been offered $10,000 to arrange a debt, Mr. Frost. If you can top that, you can buy a couple of things. First, the identity of my present client. What else? Your life. (laughs) 
Alan, what is it? I've heard you get up three times tonight. Go back to sleep, dear. Have you been drinking too much coffee? Sally, I... I can't tell you. Can't tell me what? I don't want to worry you with my problems. Please, dear, tell me what's bothering you. Well, all right. A man came into the bank today with some rather disquieting news. I don't know whether I believe him or not. What did he say? He said he'd been hired by someone to... Yes. That's what I said. Who would have a reason to? I don't know, but this man knew who I was. He said his client offered him $10,000, and if I could pay him more, he'd leave me alone. Truman, I think you should go to the police. They'd think I was crazy. No. And somehow I think I believe that man, Mr. Slaughter, but I have no idea where I could get the money. You're not going to pay him. He'll kill me if I don't. Be silly. I won't dip into our savings, dear. You don't have to worry about that. Truman. Now, where could a simple bank employee get his hands on $10,000? Truman. That's excellent work, Mrs. Kaufman. You're mastering the brush technique very nicely. Oh. Now, Mrs. Frost, what have we here? Greg, may I speak to you alone? Meet me in the office. Excuse me a moment, class. Sally, you look gorgeous. Stop it, Greg. You're such a schoolboy. Look, I'm the teacher and you're the teacher's pet. I'm old enough to be your... My older sister... Is that what's bothering you? No. Well, what is it, then? Look, the class will wonder if we're gone too long. Greg, do you know a man named Slaughter? Should I? I don't know. When are you going to open your school? When I raise the rest of the money. Where's the $10,000 I gave you? I have it. Invested. Greg, did you pay that money to a man named Slaughter? Did you pay him to kill Truman? You did, didn't you? I know you did. Why? I could get a divorce. The money was all we had. It was our life savings. You told me your husband was a banker. I exaggerated. He works in a bank. Greg, we have a joint account. I was going to pay it back. Well, now you won't have to. Greg, it would be murder. But it will look like an accident. That was part of the deal. I won't be part of it. You have to get the money back. I can't. Slaughter's... How did you know his name? Truman told me. They talked. What? Truman wants to pay him more money to find out who hired him. Sally, why did you lie to me? I didn't mean to. You didn't mean to? Well, that's great now. Well, I'll do what I can, but hear me good, Mrs. Frost. Whatever happens, we're in this together. Hi, this is Jim Backus with a special announcement about an exciting Lazy Boy chair sale taking place at your Lazy Boy dealers now. Lazy Boy reclining chairs of your choice are available at unheard of savings for a limited time only. Treat yourself and your family to a lifetime of comfort and beauty. Once you do, you'll wonder how you ever relax without one. Get America's comfort favorite, a Lazy Boy chair now. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. <laughs> Run in there. He'll be glad to see you. Yes, he will. Year in and year out, State Farm is going to be very competitive. I found that to be true in 16 years. State Farm agent Bob Johnson talks about car insurance savings. We're selling a good quality product. We're backing it up with service. And we're going to be competitive. And by being competitive, I mean we're going to be among the lower premium companies that you'll find. Like a good neighbor. Jerry David personnel. I haven't seen. Ooh, your record's terrific. 
grades with honors, I see. And you got your degree. Well, great. And summer employment with some really good firms. <laughs> Learning all the ropes, huh? Well, there's no question about it. We certainly have a job for a bright college grad like you. <laughs> if your typing's as good as your grades. This is job discrimination based on sex. And it's against the law. The young women of our country who have worked hard to earn their college degrees deserve the same breaks as young male graduates who often move into executive training jobs straight out of college. Stereotyping women constantly as office workers only is just not fair. And it's a waste. Woman power, it's much too good to waste. This message sponsored by the Now Legal Defense and Education Fund, 127 East 59th Street, New York, New York. 127 East 59th Street, New York, New York. Come in. Sit down. I'll be right with you. Hello? Is this Lauren? Speaking. This is Greg Fontaine. What's the big idea you're meeting with Frost? I paid you to kill him, not talk to him. In my line of work, you have to dicker to get the best deal. Could you hold it a minute? Yeah, but hurry it up. Did you get it? Yes. Cash? Yes, I have it with me. Uh, now, where were we? Look, I want to call the deal off. Can I get the money back? Yes, to the first part, no to the second. However, you can make another bid. Slaughter, this is blackmail. Strictly business, I'm sorry, but could you hold it again? Slaughter? How much did you bring? $27,500. Sold. Mr. Slaughter, I want to change our deal. You already have. What do you want? I'm not really interested anymore in who hired you. But for all this money, I think I'm entitled to something extra. What do you have in mind? I want that person dead. Well, to be honest with you, Mr. Frost, I was hired by two people. However, this amount should cover it. Kill them both, but I don't want to know about it. Know about what? Uh, sorry to keep you waiting. Hey, I, I couldn't raise more money if I wanted to, which I can't. That won't be necessary. And strictly out of the goodness of my heart, I've decided to make a partial refund. How partial? Half. Three quarters. Sixty percent. Take it or leave it. Good. When? Say this evening. Where? Well, let me think. There's a roadhouse on King's Highway just outside of town. You know it? Uh, Tyler's Tavern, kind of a truck stop. Meet me out front at 7.30. Sharp. Okay. Now, don't forget the money. Don't worry. Be on time. Mr. Frost, I go to work for you starting tonight. Fine. I must get back to work now. When will it all be over? Soon. Sooner than you think. What did he say, Greg? He'll give us the money back. Thank goodness. Uh, most of it, anyway. We'll still be out uh, four grand. What? It's the best I could do. I'm getting it tonight. What will I tell Truman when he finds our account is short? Uh, make something up. You're pretty good at that. More coffee? Uh, no, thanks. Dave, do you have the time? I think my watch is fast. Never known a trucker to be in such a rush. Well, I am. It's 7.30, Petey, and 20 cents for the Java. <laughs> thanks, Ford. Be on time, he says, and he's the one who's late. Hey, Ford! Thought you'd be halfway to Texas by now. You forgot your cap. Here, catch! 
Hey. Oh, sorry about that. Yes, I don't know my own strength. Better pick it up before it gets run over. Hey, thanks a lot. Hey, watch out for that car! Truman, how are your eggs? Truman? Yes, sir. Truman, I want to talk to you about money. Our money. I paid the man, Sally, but not with our money. You paid him? Yes. I shouldn't keep it a secret from you. I embezzled the money. You didn't? I stole it from the vault. It was criminally easy. Odd I never thought of it before. Truman, no. What's the name of that nice young man who teaches the class in painting? Mr. Fontaine. Why? Gregory Fontaine. I think so. That's a shame. He was killed last night. Be careful, dear. You'll scold yourself. Greg. Mr. Fontaine dead? It's in the paper. The hit and run accident. The driver got away. That's terrible. He's he was just a boy. Are you all right, dear? Truman, that man slaughtered. What did you pay him to do? I'd rather not discuss it. It's happened. It's really happened. What's happened? It was all a mistake. You paid Slaughter to kill those people, the ones who hired him first. There were two of them. Have I been talking in my sleep again? Truman, I've been trying to tell you. That $10,000 was ours. I drew it out and loaned it to Greg so he could open his own art school. I don't quite understand. Don't you see? Greg took our money and gave it to Slaughter to kill you. When he told me I was furious, he was going to get it back. Then the second person. I'm the second person. You hired Slaughter to kill me. Oh, dear. Look, you don't have to sell me on them. I know all about them. Oh, you know everything about these Ford pickups I'm selling? Sure. I know about Ford's twin I-beam front suspension. Uh Uh-huh. I know you get front disc brake standard. But do you know we give you a choice of an economical six or one of three V8s? Sure. You know about Ford's all-new Super Cab? The only two-door pickup with the extra room for a full back seat? Super Cab? Ford Super Cab pickup. It seats a family of six in sedan-like comfort. I didn't know that. Or did you know that Supercab's optional full-width rear seat folds flat to make a load floor? Yeah. Or that you can get optional facing jump seats that fold out of the way? Or with no rear seat at all, you get a full 44 cubic feet of extra storage space? I didn't know that either. That's it. Ford's new Supercab. And like all Ford pickups, it works like a truck, rides like a car. That I knew. Ford's new Supercab. It's news even to people who thought they knew all about Ford pickups. See it now at your local Ford dealer. Hello, I'm Dale Evans. The VA directs this special message to holders of GI insurance. Your list of beneficiaries is VA's only way of knowing who is to receive your insurance money in case of death. Now we all know that times change. Maybe you've married or had a son or a daughter. Since the last time you checked over your list of insurance beneficiaries, And if there are names you want added to your beneficiary list, you've got to notify the VA. You can get a change of beneficiary form at any VA regional office. Fill it out. Sign it. Then mail it to the VA office that handles your GI insurance account. Keep your list of beneficiaries current 
And when you want to change the list, tell the VA. Help the VA to help you, okay? Come in. Mr. Slaughter, Mr. Frost, I didn't expect to see you again. Do you have a minute? For you, five, but no more. I have to pick up my car from the body shop. I had a little front-end damage. Mr. Slaughter, I'm here to ask you not to kill my wife. She talked you out of it, huh? Did she beg? You can keep the money. I plan to. Then it's done. Not quite. We have a contract, Mr. Frost. Of course, we could agree on a new one if you're willing to my terms. Terms? There'll be an additional fee required if I'm to ignore our previous agreement. Minimal, of course. Uh, say another 10000 But I don't have 10000 Ah, sorry. That's my price. You can get the money. A man who works in a bank? You'll find a way. You'll have to give me some time. You've got two days? Two days. 47 hours and 55 seconds. You better start looking, Mr. Frost. Time is a-wasting. I'm so frightened. Oh, it's my own fault. I should have asked you before I foolishly lent our money. You're not listening. What are you writing? According to my calculations, we paid Slaughter $37,500. Another ten makes forty-seven five. That's a great deal of money, Sally. Do you think it's worth it? <laughs> Don't play game. You have to pay him. You said yourself that, that getting money from the bank is easy for you. For heaven's sake, I'm your wife. You misunderstand me, dear. I mean to get the money, but why hand it over to Slaughter? He must be a rich man already. If you don't pay him the money, he'll kill me. Maybe. Maybe not. Truman. Good night, Miss Warren. Have a nice weekend, Mr. Frost. Same to you. <laughs> Sally, why did you leave the house? He called. He said he was going to burn the house down, so I left. We'll pay him the money, Truman, please. I will, I will, but I don't know who it was that telephoned. It was slaughter. It's impossible. He's here in the bank. You can come out now, Mr. Slaughter. Dear, this is Mr. Slaughter. Oh. Truman! Did you call our house, Mr. Slaughter? It's a pleasure meeting you, Mrs. Frost. Live and in person like this. Yeah, I called just before I came to meet you. I wanted Mrs. Frost to be here, just in case. Can we get on with it? Yes, of course. The vault is over here. If you'll step this way. Mr. Burton, he's the bank president, leaves me in charge on Fridays. He trusts me. Just open it. Oh, my children. Cut the poetry and hurry up in there. Truman, don't leave me alone with that terrible man. Wait out there. No. Oh, dear. Oh, well. If I don't have that money in 30 seconds, Mr. Frost, I'll have to honor our contract. The money or your wife. Uh, could you 
possibly help, Mr. Slaughter? This cash box is very heavy. Here, give me that. Now, you clumsy fool. What's that? There's someone knocking at the door. I thought you said we'd be alone. It must be a late customer. I'll send them away. Stay here. Don't make a sound. Mr. Burton. Oh, hello, Truman. Working late, I see. I was just getting ready to lock up. What are you doing here? Well, I bought my wife a little gift this afternoon. It's our anniversary tomorrow. I was nearly home when I remembered that I left it here. Ah, here it is. It's, uh, it's only a fur coat, but it's the thought that counts. Right, Truman? Mm, you're right. Can I give you a lift? Well, uh, yeah, uh, uh, what are you doing? I'm closing the vault. Yeah. Time lock is set for Monday at 9.30. Uh, There's a great invention, that time lock. <laughs> but you got to be careful not to lock yourself in, especially on a Friday. You'd suffocate for sure over the weekend. Uh, 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 Mr. Mr. Burton. Uh, yes? Uh, uh, you've, uh, nothing. Uh-huh. Well, can I give you a lift, Truman? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, take me... Um... Uh, take me away. What do you tell a husband who comes home and says, I just don't know about a vacation this year. <laughs> well, you tell him about Ramada Inn's family plan. With your kids, 18 and under, share your room free. And you tell him about the toll-free Ramada Inn's reservation number, 800-228-2828. At least that's what I tell him. At Ramada Inn, you're always welcome Hi, this is Jim Baggins with news about why Lazy Boy is America's comfort favorite. It appeals to men because of rugged construction and he-man comfort. Women love it because there are beautiful styles that match any decor. And there's an amazing choice of hundreds of colors and fabrics. A Lazy Boy lets you recline to any position, even full bed. Put a Lazy Boy in your living room and into your life. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. He's waiting. Run down there. Go. Yes, indeed. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. by Kim Weiskopf. Shelley Berman was heard as Truman Frost. Featured in the cast were Peggy Weber, Dick Ryle, Scott Ellsworth, Ben Wright, and Jenny Tyler. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.